the path doesn't have to be straight. We have enough information that we can value courage. You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast, exploring the future with trailblazing women and girls in emerging tech, XR, AI, and futurism. Science and technology are reshaping our world at lightning speed. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible. Inventing tomorrow starts now. And here are your hosts, Vanessa Alava and Sue Robinson. Welcome, everyone, to the We Get Real AF podcast and our special career segment, Profesh Sesh. I'm Sue Robinson. And I'm Vanessa Alava. You asked and we listened. You wanted more support, more resources, and we are here with our talent specialist, Elisa Walters, every week covering all things career. That's right. I am so excited to be talking career development, growth, mentorship, all the good things. So let's dive in. Well, we talk a lot about mentorship and building your tribe on the show and the importance of having a good support system. And today we thought it would be interesting to cover friends at work and what the line is, who you should be (laughs) choosing to be your friends because you can be choosy and it's okay to be choosy. And we just thought Elisa would be the perfect person to discuss this topic with. So Elisa, work friends, what are your thoughts? I think that if you don't have a work bestie, are you even working? (laughs) I think that, um, and I feel like I'm actually speaking to uh, a pair of lovely ladies that, that met at work and, and had this relationship develop and, and look, look at you both now. And I think that that speaks volumes to connecting with somebody in the workplace because there's that camaraderie, um, and there's, there's polls that, and statistics that study that when you have a friend at work, it increases your fulfillment, your productivity, and ultimately company loyalty. Companies should be promoting <laughs> finding that work bestie, right? Because it gives you that opportunity to have the casual chats and um, have somebody to uh, take a lunch break with, walk and get coffee to. I think a lot of people are struggling now because of that lack of contact with your with, with your work best friend or or your, your work friends your your crew of people yes absolutely having a close friend at work can be such a godsend and can keep you sane <laughs> and um, centered and and there's so many wonderful things about that and I mean obviously Vanessa and I have experienced that so uh, thank you for bringing that out Elisa because it's true and I feel very blessed by that are there things you should be mindful of, or are there lines that you should draw? You know, what, what are any of the potential pitfalls of having that kind of a relationship at work? Absolutely. There are certainly boundaries because your, your work friend is also your colleague. And I think that, you know, it's, it's being mindful of how much you share personally and what you're confiding in one another. Also recognizing that you're not in competition with this person. Um, and I think that so many times there's been, and, and I think it's, it's the hierarchy of 
a nine to five and a corporate company culture is that there's this expectation that you're just supposed to always be the best at, at your job and, and you need to be seen and you need to keep, get promoted where your work friends become your allies. They're not your, your competition. There was an Atlantic article about how the pandemic is really changing those work friendships. And for a lot of people, there's this sense of loss, right? Because you don't have that time to take a walk down the street to pick up a coffee and kind of vent to each other or bounce ideas off of one another. Um, so I think people are trying to figure out ways now to still establish and maintain those relationships in this remote environment. So a lot of people are doing Zoom check-ins, Zoom happy hours, coffee dates on Zoom, um, and trying to keep that, you know, that connection. And then on the flip side of that, there are a lot of people that are actually less stressed about those work relationships. There are a lot of introverts who go into an office every day, and it's important to recognize that not having to interact and engage is a lot less stressful somebody. They can do their work, they can separate, and they can disengage. At the end of the day, respect was the first word that I wrote down, like respecting that person, respecting the space that you have and respecting your relationship, no matter how it forms. And I want to touch on something that you mentioned right off the bat, because Sue was my boss. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sue was my boss. We completely broke that rule. And I think that sometimes you can't help like who you really have a connection with, right? Like if it is that situation, which it certainly was for us, that first word that I wrote down, I think it becomes key. And I think that's an excellent call out. I, I think it's important. And, you know, I think that um, there are other people on the other side of that coin that aren't as self-aware, right. That aren't, that don't know how to not push that relationship when it's not appropriate. I think I may be going back on my initial statement of don't have that relationship. With no, and boss, I think but. I think it's important. You know, I think <laughs> you bring up a, a valid point is that usually that's not a line that you potentially want to cross and especially not immediately, right? You, you want to get to know the person and, but at the same time, like there's a gut, right? You're listen to your gut and usually mm -hmm. it's going to steer you in the right direction. But I think it's important that if you feel like you're, you're isolating in your work environment and you really don't know how to make those friendships and you feel kind of lonely in your job, asking people questions, the who, what, where, when, why, I think it's always, it's applicable to every aspect of your life. If you're not sure how to strike up a conversation, think of those questions. Oh, what brought you to this company? Or where were you before? Um, what do you do when you're not here? You know, I, and, and those kind of questions to just kind of start that dialogue is really important because I, I'm a big advocate of having somebody that you can have that relationship with in that work setting. I just think it, it, it really does make a world of difference and you don't feel like you're out on this island by yourself. Mm -hmm. well, we spend so much of our time and build so much of our identities at work. And so, it, yeah, it is important to have an ally and somebody that you just connect with. And, and if, if life puts that person in your way and, and it happens to be at work, that's fantastic. And that's a real gift to embrace it separately. What about when you build a close friendship with somebody at work of the opposite sex? How do you navigate that in a professional way? I have several uh, male colleagues that I've established friendships with, and I think keeping it within that professional setting 
um, you're, you know, walking to, we had a Whole Foods down the street, walking to Whole Foods and getting a smoothie and, you know, catching up on what's going on within their work. I think really being mindful and self-aware of the boundaries that are established within that relationship. I do think that if the work friendship is outside of that nine to five, if there's activities that are happening and there are, you know, spouses or whatever the case might be involved, make it a group thing. Um, and, you know, if there's trivia nights or uh, work dinners and things like that, I think it's really important, again, to, to maintain those boundaries. I think people are going to talk no matter what situation you're in. Um, so you have to just be mindful of ignoring as long as it's not in any way, shape or form um, jeopardizing your relationship within the company. I think it's really important that, again, be self-aware set boundaries and have group activities. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Mm-hmm. So I want to touch on something, Elisa, that um, I think most people can relate to. Uh, you formed a, a friendship mm-hmm. and something happens where things kind of go awry. And yeah. now you're at work and I have to see this person every day. Tips for how to progress in a professional environment with the person that you have decided to no longer engage in a friendship anymore that you work with. Keep it simple, uh, keep it civil. And I think, you know, those those ways you're you're there to do your job first and foremost. Niceties, be respectful, um, and just know that you try try to continue to step outside of that personal relationship that was established. I think that if, you know, if there, if there, if it becomes a bigger issue, if there's um, drama that ensues as a result of this friendship fizzling, I think it might be beneficial to, you know, we talk a lot about communication is maybe have a conversation like, Hey, can we grab a coffee? Like I know things might not necessarily be um, like they were, but we do have to work together. So let's just figure out a way to be respectful of each other and maintain a civil relationship for the sake of our, our jobs. I love that. Keep it simple. Keep it civil. And be, a, be human and be adults about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. This has been a great conversation. Thank you, Elisa. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of We Get Real AF. We're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future for good. Please help us spread the WeGraph mission of supporting women and girls in emerging tech and science. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at WeGetRealAF. And visit our website at www.WeGetRealAF.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds, that's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S, and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. We'll meet you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women.